Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampton. My guest today is a master barber and a mental health advocate, Mr. Eric Clean Cut Dixon. Thank you for joining me. Hey, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. It's a, it's a beautiful weekend that I just came off of and ready to start a beautiful, uh, busy week. Man, well, how- before we get into it, first of all, let me say, I always tell my guests thank you, but I got to give you a special thank you because being a barber, I know like y'all work 12, 10, 12 hour days, might get one or two days off. So for you to take one of your precious days off to be on my podcast, man, I truly appreciate it. Yeah, man. You know, just, you know, just uh, my Mondays is my mental, uh, my mental health days, you know, and that's why I was like, man, you know, for us, I had this conversation, man. I was like, yeah, sure, man. I definitely would love to have this conversation because I want to get this out there a little bit more too. So let, let's talk about that because first of all, we got, I, I was made aware of you by a mutual friend of ours and mm-hmm. she told me you got to get him on your podcast because he's, he's a mental health advocate and a barber. And I'm like, yeah. that's a really interesting combination. So I want to give you a chance to talk more about that. So how did you get into like mental health? Uh, life and, and, and being real with myself, you know, um, realizing the issues with myself and why these issues are happening and look at myself in the mirror honestly and just I didn't like what I saw man I wanted to change a friend of mine suggests uh therapy I never really thought about therapy at one point but then uh after eight years now almost nine um I actually you know been going to therapy for the longest and if I didn't have therapy I, I probably wouldn't even be as far as I am now, honestly. Wow. How yeah. did you come how'd you come to the decision to say, you know what, I'm gonna go? Oh, it was hard because you know, you have that battle with yourself, man. You, you know, you look it's that person you look in the mirror, make it you know you're gonna have to, you know it's issues with yourself, you have to address it. That's one of that's one of the a lot I feel like is a lot of people's main reason why they have a hard time with therapy, because it's it's a hard process. It's not easy. I'm not gonna lie to you and say it is. It it takes it, it takes for you to do it's some self-evaluation and to be real with yourself. And then you got to ask yourself, do you want to grow or do you want to stay the same? And um, I had to make that, had that conversation with myself. I didn't like how I felt at the moment. I didn't like uh, how it was around people like at that moment. You know, I, I, you know, went through a breakup and then I did, I was at a point, I didn't know where I wanted to go as far as life. You know, this is before Barbara, like got really real for me. And um, after going to therapy, I realized like, you know, it, it, it helped me help open my mind to the world and, and, and gave, you know, helped me find confidence. And I was able to jump out there, man, and start doing my thing. And I just kept on. It helped me handle people better, have better conversations with people instead of, you know, going off of impulsive emotion. You yeah, when, you, when you say had these conversations, I just want to make sure, <clears throat> excuse me, that you, you were Bob at the time? No. So. I was just, um, I wasn't even, when I started uh, therapy, I was cutting hair. That's with like the beginning, but it wasn't a serious thing at the moment. So around that time, that's when, you know, it hit me and I was like, you know, once I understood and and got a cl- uh, clarity on my life and I knew I, I wanted to change, um, I changed my way of thinking. I even uh, accomplished a lot of my my fears, which was jumping out there to uh become a barber that's what that was the thing that I was doing with. I, did, I did with heavy anxiety 
Oh. You know, so um, my therapist helped me with that. And then it helped, and it it gave me the confidence and, and the courage I need to move forward to jumping out there and, and being on my own. And also realizing how things are going to change, you know, and then also to create better relationship is to learn how to forgive mm-hmm. and, and understand. And once you, and, and that's for your family, your friends. And then once you get that clarity and realize that we are all human, we all make we all make mistakes and we all may not get it right. But being able to be that person to to make that change, change the, you know, change your energy. You say you say you were cutting hair um, before you became a barber. Like I'm like you were actually just like I'm assuming just cutting hair on the side or something. Yeah, yeah. So um, I wasn't a professional then. So what I was is that's when I was just really just cutting in the um, in my dad's basement. Um, I, when I first started out, it was just literally just me living in my dad's basement, and I created a mini shop out of there. And that's when how I pretty much started cutting hair from the beginning. Oh, okay. Because I was going to ask, was the um? Because you said you had a hard time communicating with people, so I was wondering, was that one of the reasons you didn't become a full time barber? No. So, um, as far as uh, communicating with people, is you know handling different personalities and different energy. You know, in this particular business, over time, like you know, you meet people from all walks of life, and mm-hmm. just people bring a lot of like you know different energy you'll feel it you know you've been in places and you feel different energy and and or different mindsets from people how they are you know you got good you got people come in with that good energy some people come in with not so good energy you have some people who who's going through a lot man and you know you hear it all and you know realizing you know the the position I was in to really you know hear them hear them out and have real conversations with my clients it you know it and this is why I was still going to therapy. It, it gave me a lot of clarity too on a lot of stuff and people in life. And then over time, man, you know, it, it just became something I realized like how important we are to, to, to the community. And we always have been since it, like this is in his life, since history, since the, you know, uh, civil rights movement back then, like, you know, there was a place for black men to come to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. We really had great conversation, like candid, open, honest conversations. Because I keep it real with them, you know? Yeah. Do you think, you think, did you, you actually, you, I'm assuming you told them you were in therapy, correct? Absolutely. Talk do about you, it all the time. Do you think that helped them communicate with you? Yeah. Um. Did, it wasn't uh, immediately, though. It, it took some time. So it was, um, you know, they they inquire about it. That's how I normally start. And they were like, what do you mean therapy? And I explained how it helped me helped me navigate through life um you know and, and it helped me it, it helped me take you know hone in and control my emotions and really use my brain to really think before reacting and you know planning things out and a lot of them were just kind of like oh, i don't know you know because of the stigma that's behind it you know it's this has been going on for years we would we never heard of people going to therapy like this so um especially black people and you know with uh, from that, you know, it just we talk about things, you know, stuff that's maybe going on. People want to come in and vent, and just vent about life. And some of some people are honest with me about just being, you know, not having the answers or how to handle things, you know. And whatever I can do from my experience, you know, I, 
you know, I, I'm there to oblige and give them, you know, at least some great advice and being able to to direct them when they do need help, you know, and they just honestly don't know what to do. I like to, I, I suggest it all the time. And it's not to, you know, constantly like, you know, rubbing people's face, but it's just like, you know, man, like, let me explain. I'm a testament of it. I know other people who are a testament of it. When you, when you, when you, when you went to therapy, because a lot of, uh, a lot of people say, well, I don't have insurance. I don't have the resources yeah. to go to therapy. At the time, did you have insurance or you were paying out of pocket? Um, at first I paid out of pocket at first. Um, not really, not understanding how I really went then. But then once I understood, I'm like, okay, I can use, you know, I just, um, I'll call the, um, you know, the insurance just, just to see what they cover and get that information first. And then once you get the information that you can go to places, uh, there are websites you can go and check and, and make sure to see if they uh, have, uh, they carry insurance. But there's some other places that they, you know, you, you can find uh, therapists that will actually work with you. Were you able to keep your therapist? Oh yeah, man. Been my, uh, my therapist has been around, man. They've been my therapist for the past. I went to three therapists. What, I want to also touch on that too. Sometimes there is certain, like you may get a therapist, it may not work for you. And that's totally okay. Like that's normal. Like, you know, you can find a therapist and it just, if you're not getting what you figure you need to get, get from your therapist, that's fine. You know, it's okay to go, you know, search for different therapists. You know, okay. this I'm a, <clears throat> hold on one sec, because this is very important. Mm -hmm. You said your first therapist did not work. Didn't work. So how did you how did you find the courage to try another one? Uh I had a friend who who broke it down, like the whole process. Uh she's been in therapy, man, like before that the time before I started going to therapy for like 10 years. Wow. And she was telling me like how it worked, and she was like, Yeah. And then, you know, I got, you know, curious about it and started doing more research on therapy. And, and, and I realized like, okay, and just basically being good with good friends with therapists. And they were telling me like, look, if you're not okay with the therapist, it's okay, it's okay to go look elsewhere. You got to find someone who, who's going to give you what you need. Sometimes, and it's sometimes in certain cases, you know, everybody has to have a, a therapist that's for them. You know, it's, you know, everybody's not going to be your person and that's okay. But that, that therapist may be great for this person. And then you went to a second one. What, 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 what was your, I don't want to say what was your issue, but. Yeah. So why did you, why was you comfortable with the second one? Well, now the second one, it just didn't work out uh, as far as um, the therapist itself uh, due to, uh, you know, changes in, I guess, in her life. And then something happened with her business. So. Um, but then my second therapist, um, I mean, I'm not second, my third therapist, I found her and, and, you know, the answers that I needed to hear, she, she was very honest with me. And, you know, she, she let me know up front because I told her after, you know, the other two, I said, I want you to be really honest with me. I need you to, it's going to hurt. I know it is. Just, just be honest with me. Just if I'm wrong about what I'm saying, let let me let me know and and break it down to me. I said I just really want you to be honest with me. I'm trying to work on myself, and I know I may get a little attitude about it, but I need to hear it. And she's been doing that, and you know, and she and she's been like really right, you know, 
a great big deal. And even when certain, you know, decisions that I, I, I want to make and, you know, I wasn't for sure about it. She allowed me to answer my own questions. She asked all the right, she asked me all the right questions so I can answer them myself. They opened you up said, my mind. You said those, 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 um, you said you wanted to hear that, you know, you wanted her to be tough. You wanted her to be honest. Yeah. And that, and that's great, but I'm, but I'm sure once you start hearing that, it, uh, I'm assuming that it could break you down hearing that truth and honesty about yourself, correct? Yeah, I mean, let's be honest here. Okay. Nobody, a lot of people have a hard time really looking at themselves. Yeah. Like, you know, people, we distract ourselves from the real, from what the issue is. That's why a lot of relationships with family don't work. That's why a lot of relationships with, you know, friends don't work sometimes. Uh, with your, you know, your companion, you know, a lot of, and, and there's, there's issues that people carry on to, into their adulthood, you know? And, and I mean, I'm just, I can honestly say this, I'm going to say 95% of the world, man, you know? <laughs> just, I mean, I'm just, from what I'm seeing on, on, like, just on every day, like, everybody is reacting from a trauma, you know, or something. I feel like, you know, so, so with therapy, like, yeah, like, I know, and deep down inside, we may know, and sometimes we don't know. But that's why I'm just like, I want to, I want to be myself, speak on it, and if I'm wrong, show me, and and tell me, be honest with me, because honestly, I'm coming there. I'm not going. It's not about giving pushback. It's to really hear what you're saying, enough perspective, an unbiased perspective. And I think a lot of us go. You know, it's cool to go to friends for certain stuff, but a lot of us go to friends like that, but it's like, but it's biased. I mean, you have some friends who are going to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, but you got some people who are not going to be honest with you. Yeah. And like I said, and if you got those friends, that's amazing. You keep those people around, people who, who you can be honest with. But your therapist is 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 there to help you, not tear you down. Is is there to really like, hey, look, this is the error. Have you ever thought about this? Have you ever thought, have you ever thought about that? To kind of make you think. You know, and and with that, man, you know, it, it was tough, you know, but it got great. You know, it, I I felt different. You know, I felt like I felt like a brand new person. You know, I'm I mend relationships because of, because I started to understand other perspectives, and you know, and it just is. You know, I've been going there for you know eight years, well, almost nine years now. And how long? How long did it take you to have a breakthrough? Oh man, um, it depends. It, it was it depends on the actual subject because there's different layers that we had to unpack, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, I'ma say it took me. I'ma say a couple of sessions. So that two months. Oh, just a couple of sessions. Uh, so I'ma say about yeah, a month and a half. Oh wow, that's quick. Yeah. But that's why it's important to have a good therapist to really get to it, you know, and, and give us projects and to really think and, and, you know, look at stuff. So it took me a minute to, I had to change who I was. I had to really change my way of thinking, you know, and, and understanding and then really looking at logic and then also stepping outside of my selfishness of how I feel at that moment. And then really look at the big picture. 
why is that, why are you reacting to me like that? And why am I feeling this way? Let's figure this out. Let me understand it. Then once you get understanding, then you be like, okay, I see where this is coming from now. Now, how are we going to fix this? You you've mentioned relationships a couple times. Yeah. Um, was it hard to mend those relationships? Yeah, at times. You know, um, yeah, it's it's like relationships. Period. Man, you know, like if if I feel like if people are not working on themselves, I honestly feel this. This is this is my honest truth. I feel like people shouldn't get in relationships until they do the work on themselves. Mm. A lot of people don't because they get into relationships to you know fill that void of what's bothering. But then, if because it's not fixed, they project that back onto their 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 partner. And then it causes confliction. That's why I say, like, in order for us to to understand love and understand how to receive love and all that, like, you have to you have to really like understand, like, you know, do you even love yourself? A lot of people don't, and a lot of people feel a way about themselves. It's, it's something that they've been holding on to, and then you know, once you really put the work in and heal, or in the process of healing, like, nobody's perfect, like. Your choices and 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 makes it change, you know. Energy that you, your energy, you know, that you want around you will change. You know what you desire changes. You know, it makes you and it makes you make. It helps you make uh, better decisions. Um, and you know, we all human. You may we may all just fall and and you know not make it, but it's all part of the process. It's more so. Hey, I see the mistake. Let me correct the error. How did you feel about yourself before that? Because you said we have to give, we have to look at ourselves. So how would you hit assess yourself before therapy? Oh man. Okay. So um, let's start with the, how I got into barbering. So I went through a, uh, I had a, a situation happen to me. Then this is before my barbering days. I had a separate a situation that happened to me where uh, my scalp was infected by uh, by un, um, unsanitized clippers, and mm -hmm. it, it caused dissecting cellulitis of, of the scalp, which it causes boils and um, and lesions all over my uh, all over my scalp and it took my hair out in patches. Oh man! Yeah, it was rough. It, it this is kind of like the origin of you know clean cut. So, so my I had to deal with you know, my self-esteem at that time, uh, my confidence was com completely shot. It was just, cause I, this was, it, this was not, you know, anything normal. It was something that was very painful and, and very hard to like, really like, you know, accept. But over time I learned to manage it and, you know, we, we all good now, you know, I, you know, it's still there with me though, but I want to educate people on that as well. But that, that, you know, changed, changed it, it altered my appearance. And then at the time, I wasn't happy with where I was in life. I didn't know where I wanted to go. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought I did, but then I got to that point in age where it's like, man, what, what's happening? I'm, I feel lost. And, you know, everything wasn't right with uh, relationships, at, relationships at the time. So that was the thing. And I had a moment, and then I, I really wasn't happy with my job at all. And what was your job? What was your job? Oh well, all right. Not to put them on blast, but it, it's all good. But I used to, I used to work. I used to be um, a concierge at. Um, you don't have to say the company. You don't have to say the company. Okay, okay. I used to be a concierge um, at a hospital. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, 
it was, I, I worked there the majority of my, my, my 20s. It was a good job, but you know, it, I, I outgrew it. And, okay. you know, it, you know, I just wanted something more, you know? It's always, it's always when you reach the age 30 is when you realize, hey, <laughs> so I'm about 30 and you're just like, man, this ain't it. <laughs> you was know? It, but you were getting paid well, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, it was decent, but you know, I was outgrowing it mentally. Okay. You know, you know it, it it was decent for the time, but there was no you couldn't grow. You um, know, and I, I think a lot of us has been in that in that position before. You know, it's 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 a lot. There can be a lot on you, you know. But I had to make a change, and then I realized the uh, that I was good at cutting hair, and I don't know. I, I just like I woke up and I'm like I'd rather do this every day then to wake up at my other job. I said, I have to get out of here. I think this is my calling and that's the direction I went in. Did you have anybody discouraging you from, from making that decision? Absolutely. People, people don't understand this business, you know, for a while, you know, they, they, some people still had this mindset of this, uh, the barber business as they still looking at it from a, uh, the 1950s and 1960s 70s 80s 90s you know they still a lot of people look at it as just like okay barbers don't you know they don't make this um just kind of money at all you know they sell they sell it short and you know they don't it's, it's a the respect in certain areas is just kind of like oh okay you're a barber but a lot of people push back on it because they didn't understand how this business have grown and elevated to levels you can't you you can't imagine you know with like barbers are important you yeah. know like, hairstyles are important <laughs> yeah. the pandemic showed us this yes it was real it was rough for you yeah yeah, yeah man like it, it, was, it was rough man <laughs> oh yeah. man i never want to talk about that <laughs> yeah man boy that yeah but yeah but but you know we are important we we are essential pandemic showed everybody is you know and it it was it was definitely something that like i i i had i, I told people but then i had to learn to i almost got discouraged i really did mm-hmm. it was and it was by someone that was close to me but something but i saw something and and i was able to go around people that's that are in the business who are doing very well and to get great advice from great people I met Puff's um, barber, and he gave me a lot of advice, man, and just boosted everything. And I was like, "Wow, this this is business is 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 much bigger than I thought." And I just soaked it all up. When you when you say when you say um, the barbers don't get the respect, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about like more from like a probably like an intellectual thing as well, correct? Well, yeah, you know because. You know, a lot of people will, you know, and I'm not saying everybody, because I'm sure it's people out there like, nah, my barber is important. Absolutely. But as far as over time, you know, it was just looked at as, you know, something you just go get whatever, you know, even like just the grade of, of, or the level that people are see barbers. So when you think people say, I want to be a, a barber, and they're like, eh, because they put other careers higher than it. And I'm like, but, but Actually, you know, we we are actually on on that level as well because for one, we we hold great power. We 
we had we we make the world not just barbers but stylists. We make the world look amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, we bring confidence out of people. You know, like we we are essential and and we're much needed. And I once I realized that, man, I'm just like, yeah, I gotta get in this. I'm a show them. You know, and then on top of that, it, it's like my my heart took me there, and I'm just like, it doesn't matter. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm like, I, it's nothing else feels right. Let me ask you this because <laughs> you're right. People don't know the relationship barbers and clients have. And uh, uh. there's conversations that, especially men, especially men, I can't speak on women because I'm not a woman, but men, we'll, we'll, we'll have a conversation with our barber mm -hmm. that we may not have with any anybody else. So for you, being ment a mental health advocate, how does that make you feel, knowing that you're probably going to be privy to a conversation that nobody else is going to have? Oh yeah, absolutely. And honestly, my conversation with uh, with my barbers, I mean, with my uh, my clients, you know, I, it's I keep it where it is, you know, mm -hmm. like you know, it's just he needed to get that off. I, I got you, feel you. And you know, if I can help somehow, um, I, I I would definitely help. You know, get somebody. But we talk about everything, man. You know, it's it's something about the atmosphere of of the barbershop i don't know like I, I remember when i was in there you know just going and, and getting service but when i was working at the barbershop it's just it's it's a fellowship yeah it feels like everything just kind of comes off you but after a long day you're in there you know talking a little bit trash here laughing at this getting some crazy news some some you know some good news you know and it's, it's just a fellowship man amongst uh black men you know i'm like it's just you hear all the craziness, you know, it makes something make you laugh. You get your laugh for the day, man, in the barbershop. You sure do. Has it has there ever been a conversation that was too heavy for you? Uh yeah, sure. Um, you know, it it, it really was. And that's why I, I had to like really like take the time to like really hear them, you know. Mm -hmm. How did it get there? And a lot of a lot of them like really came from a real place. And I'm just like, wow. But then I, I was able to, to really like break down, you know, my, my point of view and, and be able to like help them see another way as possible. And then just tell them like, look, just give it a shot. Just give it a shot, you know? And I said, I'm not going to, and some people, you know, maybe have their other, I'm not saying that I, I recommend people go to therapy, but I understand it. Everything is not for everybody as well. Some people find other ways, but if you if you have something really really deep, man, go unpack that. It's scary at first, but just once you get it out, you feel big weight lifted off you. And I always I try to when deep conversations, I aim it there, and, I, and I, it normally goes that route. Man, they go get the help. I don't know if you're a praying man or a spiritual man. I am. Um, do okay, good. So you are. Do you do you feel do you feel like God leads these people to you sometimes? Uh, you know, someone said this to me before. One of my clients said this to me, and I'm just like, man, you know, anything is possible. I, I I'm looking. I'm just sitting back and just just manifesting. You know, people come to me, and I'm you know, like I said, I'm coming from a, a genuine place. Is you know, everybody could be a vessel. Anybody could be a vessel. You know. And if you know if it's to help, if I can help someone, man, like really not feel like how I used to feel, I'm I'm all for it, man.
you know. Have you have you ever thought about the you know because I'm sure like I said you have some very heavy conversations because pretty much every barber does. Do you ever sit back and think what those conversations would be like if you didn't go to therapy and you didn't get the help that you got? Absolutely. Well, for one, I wouldn't even, I probably wouldn't have became a barber. Mm. I, I wouldn't probably, and I probably wouldn't have got that far because of where my mind was at. I, I wasn't prepared. Like I, I was going to a weird stage. I was kind of, I felt like I needed to grow, but all my other personal stuff got in the way. You know, and then and feelings and emotion and then lack of motivation, lack of, you know, confidence with just trying to do it. And, and then like listening to some folks, you know, it, I, absolutely not. I wouldn't be a barber. What, you talk about not being motivated and not fulfilling your purpose. What was that? What was that? When you when you know you're not fulfilling your purpose, when you know you're not doing what God brought you here to do. What does that do to you? Have you ever, it is, it gives you a, uh, it, it, it's, let me find the words. So what it does to me, it, it gives you a feeling like, you know, you, you, you don't have a purpose and it's just weird. It's, it's, uh, it's just kind of like nothing satisfies you. And, and can you imagine how annoying is how annoying when nothing satisfies you and you don't know why you can't you can't figure it out it's just like man like you know you're not getting decent sleep you know you're not but you don't know why you know you don't you know you don't you're trying to find some some sort of happiness you know it's a struggle mm. and you don't know why have you done any reading during this process? Uh, I did some reading. Um, I, I more so listened to uh, um, Audible. I, li so I, I listened to books uh, more so to read because the way my lifestyle set up, I'm like, I'm back and forth, you know, between being a, you know, a dad and being an entrepreneur and a barber. So um, I get my time in and on, on the way to work. So I listened to a few books. I'm glad you mentioned that word entrepreneur because a lot of people, and, and that goes back to what you were saying earlier, a lot of people don't look at barbers as entrepreneurs, but really you oh, are. man, listen, let me tell you something. And th that's what I mean. Like a lot of people, see, that, and that's what I was saying earlier. Barbers, we we barbers and stylists, we we have evolved and to, to prime, you know, service. You know, like that's entrepreneur. Like barbers have their own products now. Barber, they have their own tools. Uh, we have um, our our own merch. That's our, you know, and we we're selling ourselves. Is 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 we selling the service? We selling, uh, of course, basically our energy and being able to come to a barber shop and really get top tier service. Absolutely. You know, a lot of barber. You know, back at once at one point in um. Back in the day, you know, they used to do shades and facials and, you know, shampoos. And some places um, I studied um, in other countries, they do, they, they service, uh, they give massages. Uh, they, they, they have, they spray you with the, the best scent, the best products, you know, like a, a nice clean shave, everything. So a lot of barbers are now bringing that back. So you just coming in, getting a haircut, you up. Now a lot of barbers have a lot to offer. 
Mm. I'm, and I'm, I want to get now we we talked about the mental health, but I want to get into the barbering aspect because I mean you're barbering. To be fair, I want to give you a chance to talk about that as well. You talked you talked about your bad experience with the Clippers and stuff. Yeah, led you to start the clean cut experience. So I yeah. want you to describe exactly what is the clean cut experience. Yeah. Okay. So the clean cut experience. Not only are you, it's bigger than a haircut. You're coming for conversation, good energy. You're coming for great music. You're coming for uh, entertainment. You're coming to get inspiration. You're coming to get shampoo. You're coming to get a hot uh, steam shave, beard scrub, facial. You're coming to correct errors uh, that you you feel like you can't go nowhere else um, to to have fixed. You know, I offer uh, S and P services, which is um, scalp micropigmentation, which is a permanent hair loss solution. I offer units. I'm here to make you make to bring out the best in you, bring out the person that's always been in you, to bring in bring confidence. That's the clean cut experience. Man, I, I, you know what? I I want to say I seen one of your videos. You did post a video about the pigment, the pigmentation, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, S and P. Yeah. What man? <laughs> I want you to talk about the, the, <laughs> the on, man, man before, because that was really fascinating to me. I and I hope you can. I want you to talk about the man before the pigmentation and then afterwards. Mm, okay. Scalp micropigmentation. What this is, is a procedure that will blend in with your natural hair and give you the appearance of, of full head of hair. Um, is some people will be, uh, will so subscribe it to you know microblading, but what we do is we permanently create hair follicles to blend in with your hair, uh, thus giving you a a permanent um hairline wow yeah how long was this process it depends on the you know the area the problem area it you know if you know you have some people have cow licks they may have the uh the crown of um crown baldness uh it may be everything this it, it the time can range from i'm gonna say two hours to four to five hours depending wow yeah and it's a very comfortable procedure very man yeah it gotta be you said it's a procedure yeah just said yeah, this is beyond barbering this is a cosmetic procedure you know to you know get, get guys that you know that's that's people 100 here that's be guys like you know i'm bald as we can see i'm fine <laughs> right but let's keep let's keep let's be honest here man we men miss that we hate that we want that back yeah. and you know it's just a solution now that you know you're able to to get the hairline you once had, you know, and and it's permanent. You just you can go swim, shower, you know, whatever. You can get the you know have the haircut you want, but it, like I said, it's a permanent hairline, you know, and you're able to get a haircut where everything would look just as crispy as it used to be. Do we? I'm gonna go to, that back, you know. I'm gonna go to to just your regular standard haircuts, and you touched on something that i'm glad you mentioned 
Like, especially, especially with black men. Like, when we get that line and we get that fresh cut, our confidence could go from about a two. You know what time it is? <laughs> to like 12 you know on the scale. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You know, um, ah, it's a comedian. He said, he just, ah, I can't think of his name right now. But he said something that was so funny, man. He said, man, you know, you know, it's crazy because uh, for a couple of days, I thought I was depressed. So all I needed was a haircut. <laughs> he said, got the chair, man. He said, all his problems went away, man. You know, that's that's what I'm saying, man. Like, this is this is the value of, of, a, of a quality barber, you know? And, you know, the fact that we're able to make people feel that way, change their whole mood. I feel good, man. Like, honestly, like, I don't feel like I'm all the way trim. But once I get trim, I, my confidence is to, to the roof. Let me ask you something. Because I, I know you've seen it. Because first of all, you do excellent work. By oh, way. I appreciate it. Thank you. So what is the, like, have, has there ever been a time where you came in a barbershop, eh, you know, maybe not where you want to be mentally, might be feeling a certain type of way. Yeah, happens. But then you gave somebody this great cut. You see them in the chair smiling and happy. Has that has there ever been a time that actually like changed your mood? It does. It does often. Wow. It does often. You know, and especially if you have actually have a really like great conversation. You know that conversation where you just like that. You know, I wasn't expecting to learn or get some get some knowledge today. Mm -hmm. Like that's not getting twisted. Clients help us as well man we give each other advice mm -hmm. that's the, that's the beauty of it you know we're able to like converse and they, you know we we really sit here when you you get really sound advice from uh, from some people like my clients i learn from them too and i apply it to my life you know but um yeah it 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 does man you know especially you could feel people energy when they come in they just like ah oh, you know but then <laughs> You know, it's just it's the swag is on afterwards. You know what I'm saying? It's like they just they shake your hand a little different when they leave it. No, oh yeah, okay, all right. I did my job. That's what's up. Makes you feel good, man. And, and it changes things, man. So I like, all right, you know, this is why I love to do this. I like, you know, to make make men feel good, man. You know, I do because I'm still trying to get the I'm still trying to talk dudes and getting the body, man. You know, I'm just like, hey, sometimes I'm like, hey, that I have options, but. If you don't want to go there, brother, listen, man. Women love it. Go there, man. It's all right. It's okay. Did you did you go bald because of that situation? I did. You... Okay. So so it took me a minute to get used to. It. That's why I say I can relate to bald men. I get it. I totally get it. It, it was just, unfortunate. I had to go bald. It was the only solution. It's it would you know help maintain uh, my condition. But mm -hmm. then I grew into it. You know, like people can't even see me with hair no more. They just like oh, you know. But that's why they do. They just they owe me. I was like, that's crazy. But but yeah, man. Like you know, I, I I actually have honest conversations. They ask me a really a real question. I'm gonna DM a real answer. And you know, and a few of my clients, man. You know, they they did it, man. You know, and they loved it, especially the service I offer. Mm. Like I do a whole scout scrub and everything. <laughs> and, and then that the the artwork. The, like, how long did it take you to get that master? Because you. You said you started cutting like like in the shop eight years ago, but I mean, like I said, your work is really good. Like it, it looks Thank like you've been cutting for a long time. Thank and you. then I see how long did it take you to get like that artwork? Cause you actually do like stars and all kind of crazy stuff you be doing. Yeah. Well, let's take it back to 
my God given talent. And that that is art. I'm an artist. I can draw, oh. I can paint, I can sketch, um, I can do graffiti art. So that's my God given talent. So, you know, of course, at one point in life, you know, you 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 know, you wanted to do something pertaining to art. And then, you know, we all get caught up in the workforce and then it's just some life happens, you know what I mean? And that's the beauty of this. And this is why I guess my my attention to detail is is so great because you know I, I literally pay attention like I, I it's like I'm drawing you know is you know every day I'm I'm actually then that's the that's the thing about about being a barber like we're bigger it's bigger than just you know cutting hair like we are literally artists we have to take this canvas and make it something else and make it you know and, and make it fresh get crispy lines the perfect blend of fade you know like change the, the pattern and, and, and the texture of the hair. Like we do it all. And 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 I just take my art, my 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 talent, and then just you know put it into clippers and then you know just do make some really dope art, man. Like I love that. That's the best part of my day, man. I, I get lost in that. And I just kind of I don't know what I'm gonna do sometimes. I just do it. But that's the thing, like and you're an artist, but like how did that how does that translate to the to the cut? Cause that's a totally different thing. Like you, I mean, yeah, you can see what you want to do, but having the skill to actually put it off is something totally different. Listen, man, I'm I'm a sponge, man. Like I learned. I about if I see so I mean, me being an artist helps, but learning how to use tremors for one, and then honestly just just learning. I, I soak up all types of education, man. I learn. I'm always looking for something new to do or I saw, or something I want to try. And I just give it a shot, you know? And, you know, I'm just able to like really, but most of most of my designs are just really freestyle. You know, I just try to see, you know, see what happens. <laughs> I, I just try to see what happens, man. It comes, you know, and also I don't like all my stuff. You know, I'll be honest with you. Like, but that's but that's another thing with me too. That's the competitive side with myself. I I don't like a cut, so I try to outdo the next one. Uh, that's what keeps me sharp. One thing one thing we don't like a, a lot of people don't talk about is the physical demands uh, of being a barber. Man, not um, not at all. How do you how do you personally take care of yourself physically? To stand up and do these cuts, because we talking you you standing there for most days like ten hours. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the thing: someone told me this a long time ago, and honestly, I, I you know he he told me this when I was younger and I was getting into it. Uh, he said, "Look, man, make sure you take care of your body, man. Like real talk, like it's going to impact you. It will impact you." I learned this in barber school when I went, and they were saying, "Like, look, man, take care of yourself. Like, work out." you know exercise and honestly i didn't i ignored it for a long time it was just like oh, i was on my grind you know i was doing my thing i'm in a barbershop i'm like all right cool getting clients and i neglected myself in the process and which took a toll on you it which takes a toll on your back takes a toll on your feet your legs uh your hands your wrists you know and your, your neck it is in it create it causes great tension that's why it's important to have uh comfortable shoes and you know, I had to learn that the hard way. Um, you know, uh, I guess some people have the mat around their chairs that you know that's 
that definitely helps. And and just being able to like also stretch every day. Like mm-hmm. literally. Like we like a lot, I had to break this down to a few people. I say, man, like some of us doing 12 to 15 hours a day standing. Wow. Standing. And we and we're and we're making everybody look great. But if you pay attention to your barber, you may see him stretching. You may see him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, oh, it's getting there. You know, we doing this every day. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, you know, and and you know, so that's why I was talking about my self care earlier. I dedicated Mondays to my self care day, and that's that's for my mental. I go to therapy, and then I go get a massage, uh, or I may go get you know my nails clean, get a uh. uh a pedicure, manicure, uh, go get you know, and I get massages. Go, oh, I go cycling. I go do something outside of my career. And this is every Monday. Yeah, every Monday I go do something. I go do something. It just just strictly my my self care day. And mo- most barbers and stylists have to do that, or you will lose yourself, and then and then you'll you'll be in a lot of pain. Take care of your body that day. Take care of your mental that day if you can. If you don't go to therapy, whatever you do that's healthy, then do that. Don't 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 handle no business. You know, you can talk to, you know, of course, your loved ones, of course, but make sure you you do for you. Because barbers and sounds, we give to everybody else. Mm-hmm. But we don't give enough to ourselves. And we have to do that or we're going to break down early. And then, you know, that's, you know, it, it'll be even harder to try to, like, you know, correct and get your body right. I had to learn that the hard way. So that's why I'm, I'm speaking from a real place with that because I didn't. And then once I understood it, and then I, I started to change. That's why I say I created self-care Monday. It's strictly to take care of myself. Now you and you now I, I I follow your page and I noticed you took a vacation this weekend. Yes. Uh, how how often do you take weekend vacations? Because let's be honest, as a barber, that's your heavy day that's when you're gonna make your most money so in order to do that you got to give up money so how often do you take weekend vacations no not not often um well this is my first time starting to take weekend uh, uh weekend vacations so i haven't taken a vacation since 2019 wow so uh but now you know because i work hard i you know you know you, you got to be a brother a a son you know you gotta be a dad in some cases man you gotta you know you gotta be a boyfriend all of that right mm-hmm. but you know we we're so busy trying to grind and then like i said we we we, we neglect ourselves for me personally i'm just starting to do this i'm 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 going to start doing this every couple of months and, and it don't have to be somewhere you fly to it can be somewhere you can just Take a ride to and just go spend a weekend. Okay. Take some time for yourself. A lot of people don't. You know, like, you know, I I had to go rest. You know what I mean? I'm being honest with you, man. I had to go rest. Literally, my mind, rest my body, rest my spirit, man. You know, and then once you regroup, man, you come back, man. You come back fresh. Fresh ideas, man, with a fresh mind, fresh body. Keep yourself healthy. I'm working on, I'm working on eating better. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> It work out, you know, cycling is my thing. You got to have something to keep you active, keep your body up, you know, because 
It's going. It's going. I, I, you know what? I, I normally don't interrupt, but I have to because you said eating better. Yeah, that's gotta be tough for you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still. You, I'm gonna be honest with you. Out. If I could be transparent, I'm still struggling with that because my life is on the go. Yeah. You no, know, it's entrepreneur life. Any entrepreneur. So I'm learning to structure my 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 day. So I know how I know what my lifestyle is like. So now I'm I'm, I'm working on the structure, and which I'm learning to have like meal prep, lunch prep. I'm learning to do that. I'm learning to already have dinners ready. Like it's, I have to have things in place so I can just be like, all right, cool. So it, it's it's a little rough for me, you know, um, because, you know, you come home, man, after a long day, you're tired, man. You don't really feel like messing <laughs> cooking nothing. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, and if you do, great. But that's, you know, you know, if you're able to do that, man, that's that's a blessing. But I'm, I'm still, like I said, I'm still working progress, man. You know, I'm still getting everything together. I ain't like, I'm not like anybody else. I mean, I'm, I'm not different from anybody else. So we, we talked about the physical demands mm -hmm. of barbering, the, men, um, the mental capacity, everything, everything that comes along with being a barber. Um, has that made, have that made you look at what life will look like after you finish cutting hair, like being a barber day to day? Oh, uh, you mean far as the future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like getting away from the chair. Oh, absolutely. Um, that's that. So I'm a planner. Now, granted, I started this this business, and I love it. But you, with any career, you gotta have a plan, a life plan, five year plan, ten year plan. Um, I have all this set up. I had this, especially now that I have a a, a child. I have to have out, you know, because like it's, you, I can't, it's going to, it's going to be rough when you're older, cutting hair for long hours. And that's just being honest. Some people can do it, but some people rather not. You got to have an out. But this is why I'm also working on putting uh, my business in, in a position where it, Clinton Group Lounge can grow and I can actually create other opportunities for other upcoming uh, talented barbers, you know? Being, you know, being able to eventually be mentors and be a teacher. Um, and also having a place where, you know, a lot of other talented barbers can hone in on their skills. Okay. I want to close with this. Um, you do so much with the mental health, the barbering, everything. Right now, what would you say you're most proud of from when you started therapy to where you're at now? Like, what am I most proud of as far as my progress? Yes. Hmm. I'm proud at the I'm proud that I can, I'm learning to not respond first. Then learning to step back a little bit and analyze before reacting. Because I can go one way or another. It can ruin relationships. Um and learning to learning to understand other perspectives. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm grateful and, and being able to, to, to know that I am good enough and I deserve what I desire. Dang, that's powerful. I really, listen bro, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Because <clears throat> like I said, I know the demands of a barber mm. talking 10, 12 hour days. So you don't have much time. So 
for you to give me your time, just a little bit of time you got. Look, I appreciate you having me, man. Right? Like, I, I wanted to do this. You know, I, if, if anything about talk, you know, we talk about mental health, man, I'm all for it. Oh, man, look, it was an honor. It was a pleasure. And I'm grateful for the person that connected us. And I will definitely keep in touch. And before we end it, please tell the people how they can follow you. Yes, you can visit my website at cleancutthebarber.com. And definitely check me out on Instagram, which is cleancut underscore the barber. And, uh, you know, I have some more platforms that's coming your way. So look out for that. And, you know, reach out to me, talk to me, check out, you know, like, uh, check out my stuff, check out my art pieces. So I like to call them. And, uh, you know, hope to see you in the chair. All right. Well, again, man, thank you for your time. And I wish you all the best. And also, again, man, congratulations for taking that step to see what you needed to improve for yourself, man. To, to take that step, a lot of people don't take it. So I commend you for taking that step. And I hope you pray that you continue to evolve and develop with that. Man, I appreciate it, man. That's love, man. Thank you. All right. And I want to take the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp my facebook is also conversations with lamp you can listen to the podcast on soundcloud and apple Podcasts. again thank you all for listening have a great day i'm, I'm, I'm grateful and, and being able to 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 know that i am good enough and I deserve what I desire. Dang, that's powerful. I really, listen, bro, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Because <clears throat> like I said, I know the demands of a barber, often mm. 10, 12 hour days, so you don't have much time. So for you to give me your time, just a little bit of time you got. Look, I appreciate you having me, man. Right? Like, I, I wanted to do this. You know, I, if, if anything about talk, you know, we talk about mental health, man, I'm all for it. Oh, man, look, it was an honor. It was a pleasure. And I'm grateful for the person that connected us. And I will definitely keep in touch. And before we end it, please tell the people how they can follow you. Yes, you can visit my website at cleancutthebarber.com. And definitely check me out on Instagram which is cleancut underscore the barber. And, uh, you know, I have some more platforms that's coming your way. So look out for that. And, you know, reach out to me, talk to me, check out, you know, like, uh, check out my stuff, check out my art pieces. So I like to call them. And, uh, you know, hope to see you in the chair. All right. Well, again, man, thank you for your time. And I wish you all the best. And also, again, man, congratulations for taking that step to see what you needed to improve for yourself, man. To, to take that step, a lot of people don't take it. So I commend you for taking that step. And I hope you pray that you continue to evolve and develop with that. Man, I appreciate it, man. That's love, man. Thank you. All right. And I want to take the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with lamp. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.